I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. Hi, Dunflin. Hey, Eric. How you doing? <laughs> it is 141 days until we go see the celebration tour. How are you feeling, Eric? I'm feeling really good. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling excited. Still feels like a, a dream, but I'm a dream that I'm excited to fall into. Yeah, it still feels far away. Like I don't have to, I haven't figured out like, okay, what time do I have to get up to get to the airport? What sure. time, like, how do, how is this all going to work? What am I going to pack? How do planes work again? <laughs> how are you, you excited? I am excited. I haven't quite started thinking about what I'm going to wear yet, but I'm started, to, but I've thought I need to start thinking about what I'm going to wear. Are you planning an outfit? I don't think I'm like an outfit that like people are going to be take pictures of me. as like, you got to, you got to see that guy, but you know, of course you're going to put on an outfit. I'm going to wear clothes. I don't think that I, um, I think that I don't feel that far about it. Okay. Yeah. I think that I'm not, I don't think that I'm going to have, I think I'll wear jeans and a shirt. Okay. Super cash. Super cash. Okay. I don't want, I'm not trying to get any attention. In I it. think something slightly elevated is where my head is at. Like not like I'm not like spending thousands of, or even hundreds of dollars on an outfit, but like, uh, oh, I want to feel cute. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally makes sense. So we welcome back, everybody. This is our second episode. Yes. Our first one came out last week. Thank you all so much for listening. And for those of you who rated or subscribed or tell, told a friend, Thank you. We appreciate it. We please, uh, please. Thank you if you. Thank you if you listen. If you listened, thank you. But just like a thanks, <laughs> if you rated it or told a friend about it, which is totally hey, free. Thank you. Really, thank you. Yeah, really, thank you. Like, thank you. Hey, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we recorded these done. prior to when. Like, yes, obviously, the, like right. The bulk so, of the episode has been recorded since already, so we're just we recorded that episode, the Virgin Tour episode. So when we talked last, the biopic was kind of like a done deal. Like you know, Madonna's been working on this biopic that she's set to direct, and she's co-writing the script with Diablo Cody, and then Aaron Cressida, I think, is the other writer's name that came on board afterwards. I might have that wrong. I apologize if I do. I'm I'm not looking at any notes. I'm just. Thinking off the top of my head, but it got scrapped. It was it set up getting set up at Paramount and it got scrapped because of variety of reasons. One of them being like her doing this tour and she has to focus on this for, you know, the year. So there's nothing going to happen with the movie. They had offered the role to Julia Garner from Ozark. Mm -hmm. um, but then it was all considered just like dead in the water. And then in between when we recorded that episode and now Madonna and Julia Garner hung out together at a okay. at a, an event in New York and took pictures together. And Madonna posted them. It said, "Bitch, we're Madonna." Oh, you think she's telling us something? Well, that's what the that's what the internet thinks is that it's like it's maybe back on or not dead yet completely. I could imagine also Madonna being like, "Well, we need to do something with all of this." She's put in so much work to maybe be like, "Oh, we can make." a smaller project or a different project, maybe can morph into something else. I don't know. Or it's just her being like, sorry, the movie didn't work out. Let's hang out. 
Maybe, yeah. But I think like I think it's good casting. I think so too. She looks great. Her Julia Garner, her her hair looked just like Madonna's in the pictures I saw. Yeah, that's what you need. It could just be a bunch of wigs, like on wig stands for Madonna. That'd be interesting. <laughs> do you think she's brave enough to do that? I do. I think she. Well, I think that one of the issues with the with the studio and the script, like you know, I read a lot of gossipy stuff about this, so who knows? But I think Madonna wanted to make like an edgier, darker movie, and the studio wants to make you know the Madonna version of Bohemian Rhapsody. I think. I think if Madonna's going to do it, it should like that feels like someone else does that version of it, and she should do something more interesting, I guess. I want as much content as I can get out of it. Like if she did a 10 episode HBO thing about her life and career, because it's long, you can't tell a 40 year story in two hours or two and a half hours. Although I think that the, the, what I heard was that the script was supposed to like end with the blonde ambition tour. I feel like if Madonna tells her story, I don't want, I could, I would love for her to do something that she's not in like, but that I don't know that I would want her to do a literal movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I crazy? Like a narrated documentary, like a, do- a long documentary about her that she participates in. Like, and she talks about like what she was going through at the time. Sure. With reenactments? Mm, I feel like there's enough footage. So that is where we're at with Madonna news right now. So let us know if you know any hot goss. We love hearing from you guys. Or any thoughts about the tours or anything? We love this. This is the part of the show we're going to be sort of answering questions or emails or stuff like that. So as always, you can email us at thecelebrationcelebration at gmail.com. Or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at thecelebrationcelebration. What else can they do to help? I think, that, I think they can rate and review wherever they listen to podcasts. And tell friends. Let people know. Let's fuck with this algorithm. <laughs> Let's fucking fuck with the algorithm. Let's boost. I don't know. I don't know how it works. All right. We're going to figure out how to fuck with the algorithm. In the meantime, you guys, I'm very excited to talk, get into the Who's That Girl tour with one of my oldest friends, Robert Anthony Jones. We were roommates in college and we had such a great time catching up and talking about Who's That Girl. So check that out and we will talk to you guys soon. Fuck what the algorithm made me think. All right, everybody. So I am so excited to welcome our very first guest to the podcast. He is so many things. He's a Broadway star. He is a director. He's a teacher. He was my roommate in college. We lived together during the Bedtime Stories era. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Robert Anthony Jones. Oh, thank you. Thank Yay. you. <laughs> thank you, Publix and Supermarket. Thank you for everyone. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm working <laughs> right now. I just opened my show this past weekend. And in fact, we have a show today. And we have off tomorrow, so it's cocktail time tonight. <laughs> Rob, so of course we're here. We're talking about Madonna. So tell us, like, what is your history with Madonna? Like, when did you fall in love? What are you like? Where are you at? With like, I'll tell you exactly where I was at the exact time. We were picking my sister up from junior high, and I was in the car with my brother, and Borderline came on. And he was like, oh, I love this song. 
And by the way, this was the last song my brother ever liked by Madonna, but he turned it up and I was like, what is this magical goddess? And from then on, I was obsessed with her. Like obsessed, my, my room was um, plastered with all of her pictures and I would try to get every single picture of her I could find in a different hairstyle, you know, all of her iconic outfits. And I have the poster from from the Who's That Girl. The long skinny, the long skinny one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love uh, I love that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you could see all that like that all that peach but that beautiful like Oh my god. Yes. I was um, like I was uh, like come on. It was that it was it was the same thing I thought when I saw um Whitney Houston's I want to dance with somebody video when she had a fall that was just a little bit of a different color yeah. than the rest mm-hmm. of her hair. And I was like, they got to do something about this. About no. <laughs> <laughs> her peach fuzz. I cannot, this is, I cannot believe that you're, God, there was someone else out there like me. Yeah. Maybe more. And I was like, I, I was, I was like equal parts of like, do something about it. And also like, it's perfect the way it is. Like I couldn't, right. each one was true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Italian. She's Italian. I played her records out until they became CDs. And then I played those. You played the records so much that they whittled themselves down smaller and smaller and smaller until they became CDs. And then you inserted those CDs into the CD player. And then I played them again. Sam. Have you seen her on have you seen her live a lot? Like what's your history of seeing her on tour? I saw her live only once, and it was the Who's That Girl? Really? Oh, fantastic. Because I remember during the Drown, I had, I've only seen her live once as well, but it wasn't until Stick and Sweet. But I remember when she was doing Drown World, we were both living in New York and you had tickets and you called me and you said, I can't use these tickets. Do you want to see Drown World? And I was like, oh my God, yes. And I was so excited. But then the day I was supposed to go, she had laryngitis and canceled the tour. And oh so then my- she rescheduled. And part of me was like, I wonder if Rob's still going to give me the rescheduled tickets, which you didn't, which of course you shouldn't have. But part of me wanted but that. But I don't to think I went. I don't think I went. Oh, that's so crazy. I remember that story. I wonder, you know what it was? I'm just wondering now. I'm wondering if we just like were able to get some sort of refund for it because. Oh, maybe you did that. The second time I wasn't able to do it. I completely, completely forgot about that until you told me just now. All right. I can't. I mean, so are you planning to see her on the celebration tour? I mean, probably not. Uh, <laughs> not that I would. Well, it's been I great having you on, Rob. Take <laughs> <laughs> um, But like, and I would love to see her. It's not that I wouldn't love to see her, but I have such, you know, it, it's like I have such a close connection to her in these years like up to like Mm -hmm. the kind of like ray of light you know right and then and i was still like i was still following her and i still loved her and i still literally her albums drop and i just get them you know and um and so that's not i was and and still like i'm 50 years old and i'm like well let this go to number one please but (laughs) i would i would be interested in seeing her i wouldn't like be like the obsessed teenager that i was but if i did go i would i would get all the that was a very political answer, guys. I still don't know if you're going. <laughs> well, I would. <laughs> Depends on what you're doing that way. You're very busy. Person. I have a two-year-old, so I might be. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. 
yeah, that changes things. You can't just buy tickets six months in advance and be like, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, he'll be 30 by then. I'll be like, come on. <laughs> this, is, this is what mother was into when she was your age. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get started about the tour, Eric, you have some trivia questions for us? I do. I have. Okay. So these trivia questions are all from this book called Madonna Song by Song by this guy named Mark Andrews. And he goes through like (laughs) all of her. It's not like a book that you would read straight through. It's like just little snippets of stuff. We're going to see if you know. I didn't know some of these. There are only a few questions. Okay, they're all kind of about the song and video, Open Your Heart. Okay. Okay. And John, you can participate too, but I feel like we might have talked about some of these before. And so you might know the answer. So if you know the answer, don't... I'll hold off. Yeah, because I know which ones I think we talked about. And if you try to act like you just know it organically... Okay. All right. Fine. Sorry. Sorry if I retained things. Very good acting for that to happen. <laughs> okay. So, "Open Your Heart" was the fourth blockbuster single from True Blue, and it was originally intended for another artist. Do you know who oh. that was? It's not Prince, is it? No. I did. Know, I I did read this somewhere. It's originally. I mean, not Whitney Houston. No. Should I just keep guessing until... Can I ask male or female? It's a male, right? It's a female. But close. Oh, Cindy Lauper? Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember. Okay. It was demoed for Cindy Lauper as Follow Your Heart. But she passed on it, and it made it... A demo of it made it to Madonna. Do you know who sang the main vocal on the demo that Madonna heard? Not Jelly Bean Benito. No. <laughs> Good guess, though. Topical. Um, Did you top jelly bean because it's Easter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording Actually, this on Easter. But... <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't it. No, it couldn't it can be. Um, Taylor Dane. No. Do you want me to just tell John, do you know? I don't. This is a weird coincidence. But it was the demo of it was recorded by Donna Delory. Oh, who was who's, one of her backup one of singers? Her? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Oh my god! So that's pretty crazy, right? Is she the one on the who's on the? Um, she's on Blonde Ambition. She's like most likely, most likely when she's talking to her brother when the, her brother that's like so her there's, brother. There's, I think that's Nikki in the elevator. Oh right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nikki Harris and Donna Delory. She sound she she got hired to sing for Madonna because she sounds she can sound so much like her. Oh, interesting. Okay, here's the last one. Ready? The video for Open Your Heart was directed by Jean Baptiste Mondino. Yeah. A French auteur. According, I'm reading this book. That's what it says. <laughs> These aren't words that I understand. I don't know what French means. I don't know what auteur means. Yeah. <laughs> but it was he was handpicked, but only after another director backed out. Now, you're going to be like, I, ha- I have to think of di- music video directors, but just think closer to home. <laughs> Who backed Del out? Toro? Of- Director, <laughs> who? 
Benicio del Toro. Benicio. Oh, close. <laughs> it's kind of close, actually. But I don't want to. I don't want to lead you astray by saying it's kind of close. Oh, not um, what's his name? Uh, not Antonio Banderas. No. I don't know. John, do you remember this? This is what we talked about. I think I know. Is it Sean Penn? It is Sean Penn. It is. Wait, I said that like <laughs> you're Sean Penn. It is Sean Penn. Yep. Sean yeah, Penn, Sean you're Penn. right. <laughs> I met my podcast about my ex-wife. <laughs> it is Sean Penn. It was Sean Penn. <laughs> He's not in love with her anymore. <laughs> He's not. So that concludes our riveting trivia section. That was great. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I, and I was getting prepped because I was like, okay, I bet like I know some things, but I don't know some things, but at least I eventually got the person. <laughs> yeah, you did. And also like, I, I looked up, like I literally Googled like Madonna trivia and all I could find was stuff that was like, how many singles did she have off of True Blue. And I was like, that's not that interesting. Yeah. These, I hope people will learn something from. So before we get to the tour proper, so for this tour, she's promoting the albums True Blue and Who's That Girl? Since we've last seen her, she've had, she's had the movie Who's That Girl and Shanghai Surprise. Neither one of these films are considered... Great, I don't think. Although, who's that girl? I think has some sort of reclaiming that happens to it. What do you guys? Oh, think? really? I've seen them both once and was like, "That's good." <laughs> well, here's the thing, and I love Madonna. When I was in, and I think it was in eighth grade when "Who's That Girl" came out, I put on my answering machine. Hi, everyone. I was like. You know, you've reached Robert Jones. He's not home right now, but if you leave your message, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, and also, if you want to go see Who's That Girl with us tonight, we're going to, like, the Bayshore Cinemas at the 8 p.m. showing. And, like, because we went out, like, the very first day it came out, and, like, I read the reviews, and, like, like we... What was hilarious was I read the review like after, after like the day after we got out of the movie and I was like, I had a personal mistake in Madonna's film <laughs> And like, I, like when it was finished, I said, you guys, I, I really think that I was like, I can't believe she's got this hit on her hand. I can't believe it. <laughs> and then I remember the headline is, who's that girl? It's Madonna, but you won't care. What like, a long headline. I know. For, if you're going to be nasty, be a little more clever. Yeah, be, uh, me, please. Uh, throw some wit into it. Exactly. I don't think I saw Shanghai Surprise when it came out. A friend of mine and I tried to watch it this year, and I fell asleep for part of it. But I was on a comfortable couch. It was a, you know, sure. I wasn't seated in a movie theater. And Who's That Girl? I, I actually really, really like. But I know that it's not amazing. But I, I like, I really enjoy it. Now I want to go, well, and also it actually connects me in different ways to different TV that I watch. Because, you know, what, what's his name? The, the lead, the lead yeah. who's in it? The... Griffin Dunn. Yes, Griffin Dunn. I was about to say Duncan Cheek. Um, <laughs> but Griffin Dunn is on This Is Us. He plays, oh, he oh, plays right. the uncle on This Is Us. 
And I like to watch Sex and the City reruns. And the bride from that, the one that like done, um, yeah, uh, gonna marry, she's on an episode of Sex and the City. So like I connect all of them to that <laughs> all road reap. So who's the girl is sort of like a Kevin Bacon to you? Yes. Yep. Six degrees <laughs> of Nikki. Who's that girl? It's Madonna, but you won't care. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to go back to the albums, I think True Blue, like re-listening to it, I'm like, this is a solid, great pop album. Like, I think it's it gets good. sort of like forgotten a lot because like Like a Prayer Comes Next and stuff like that. But right. it's pretty unimpeachable as an album. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think being sandwiched between Like a Virgin and Like a Prayer, it's tough. it is it's it is like the sort of like, oh, and that's also good. But it is it is still really, really good. I have to be honest. I was thinking about this today. First of all, that um, True Blue cover art is my favorite bar. And that's what started my um, recreating her album covers. The thing with her on the yeah. wall. Yeah, her I remember being getting it and being like, what the hell is she doing? Is she upside down? Is she on her back? Yeah. Like, I didn't know <laughs> she was just leaning against the wall. But I have to say, between Like a Prayer, True Blue, and Like a Virgin, I would say that my favorite album overall is Like a Prayer. But True Blue is the one that I will listen back to back, back to back songs. Right, you're not skipping it. I will. I won't usually. Well, sometimes I'll skip White Heat, but 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 <laughs> not as much as I skip like Active Contrition or um, Love Prayer Song. For Spanish Eyes, sure. Right. No, I like that one. Right? That's the one, right? That's the one. You got it. Yeah. That's what I, tr- I just tried to sing that for John when I was lighting this candle before we started. But I <laughs> did you really? Little, I did. I just sang that. I like my I like this candle. Who's that girl? There's she had three hits on it. Like she had Can't Stop, Look of Love, Cosmic Emotion, and Who's That Girl? So it's cool. But Can't Stop was never released as a single, was it? I know. I think it. Of course, okay, I can tell you because I have okay. a book. <laughs> oh, someone brought a book to a podcast. Okay, great. That guy. It is. Oh, it doesn't say. I don't think "Can't Stop" was a single, but it was a, um, a B-side. Maybe it was on there. One more thing. I was obsessed with the out that the outfit that she wore in um uh when that the look of love came on in the movie. It's like that white shoulder. Yeah, exactly. It's like like it was like cellophane, but it was white. Yeah, it was like kind of like white ice blue, like yes. Yeah. And it seems like her hair had like gotten touched up too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she brought the dress to the colorist and was like this. <laughs> she like she went to my aunt Rita's um, colorist and was like, "Listen, <laughs> I need you to do me a solid." <laughs>
All right, well, let's get into the tour proper. So here's some fun facts about the tour. So it went from June 14th, 1987 to September 6th, 1987. She did 38 shows in Asia, North America, and Europe, and she made $25 million. Not too wow. shabby. It was directed by Jeff Jeffrey Hornaday, who maybe you know as the choreographer from the movie A Chorus Line. It was Ooh, choreographed wow. by one of her dancers named Shabadoo. We get to see Donna and Nikki for the first time, as well as Deborah Parsons and Adira Shakur as backup singers. Her dancers were just Shabadoo, Angel Ferreira, and uh, the young boy was Chris Finch. And the designer for the whole thing was Marlene Stewart. And that's sort of like the nuts and bolts of uh, the tour itself. So you guys both saw her live. So what are your like overall like thoughts, memories, experiences of seeing this tour? I do, I remember like the I, I, we sat on grass, so we were like far we were far up. It was outdoors, and so we didn't have like seats. We were on like the grass seating, and I remember the treadmill. That's kind of, and like I remember watching it. I don't know. That's not. You don't have to keep that in this. That's not very good. <laughs> so you think the grass kept you from being fully invested? Maybe. Reversed? I was like, I was like, like much like this comfortable couch when I watched Shang, uh, Shanghai Surprise. <laughs> I was reclined on some grass, but I didn't fall asleep during Who's That Girl. Do you have vivid memories of watching it? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. I ha I have to be completely honest here. When, because we're going to compare and contrast some things yeah, later. Yeah, later. Mm -hmm. the, the, what you sent me, I was like, wait, wait, isn't this, isn't this the, who's that girl tour? <laughs> but then I went and looked at the other thing. I was like, oh, right. Because the Virgin tour is so like emblazoned in my memory from like watching it over and over and over again mm -hmm. that I think I meshed the two tours together. Then like, then I fully remembered once I saw like the Ciao Italia, cause also Ciao Italia yeah. is like, you know, I had, I think I just, when I was cleaning out my room, my, my old bedroom, I think I just threw it out like last year. <laughs> like I had it forever. And, the VHS? Um, yes, yep. And, um, <laughs> but I do have memories of it. Um, I, we all bought tickets. I bought, I bought tickets for all my friends and one chaperone mother. And we took a limo there. Wow. Oh yeah. We got there and we got there early and we're all like, you know, sitting in the stands and we're just all excited. And, and you know, there's a few people in the stand. And then all of a sudden we hear like this screaming and we look over and Madonna's being driven in a golf cart. And she's got, she's got like her open your heart bustier on and she's just waving at all of us <laughs> as we're going in. <laughs> but it was, it was a night of enchantment. You went in a boy and came out a uh, slightly older boy? Uh, I, you know, I, I went in a boy, but I came out knowing what it feels like for a girl. So. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Do you know what it feels like for a girl? All right, then. So let's get into it. So she opens with Open Your Heart. As she's like pretty much in a replica of that outfit that she wore in the video. I feel like that's her base. Like that was her base costume. That was her base. Thing. It was her base costume in, in, until the like the encores. 
I think she is like that outfit with just things layered on top of it. Yeah, she yeah, and I watching that I was like she is so skinny. That was another thing as a kid I couldn't understand because in the open your heart video I felt like it was like painted on her. It looked like so gorgeous. And not that this didn't look gorgeous, but it looked skinny, but it looked like she was like, well, I'll just take this one. You know, like, <laughs> I feel like it was, maybe she needed more room in it, you know, to move around Either, Yeah. But she did look like so, so skinny. I remember thinking that. I think, I think it was like the time her name, Madonna became synonymous with like the most physically fit female in, inter in the entertainment right. industry. <laughs> she became like the ideal for that at this time. It's like when like Linda Hamilton for Terminator was like, I want to I want to look like Madonna. Did she say that? Yeah, for Terminator 2. She told her trainer she wanted her to look like Madonna. So if it's good enough for Linda Hamilton, <laughs> you know, good enough for Matt. Also, sort of in preparation for this, I had extra time toys. I, I did sort of look at some other tours that were going on around this time. And uh, Michael Jackson's Bad and uh, Tina Turner's Break Every Rule, is that it? They're, of course, amazing. But there's less of, like, each number being a thing. Like, it, Madonna's definitely right. going to, like, kick it up a notch for Blonde Ambition. But I feel like with her, like, you could look at pictures of those other tours and not know what number Tina Turner or Michael Jackson you know, is actually singing in that moment. Whereas with this, you're like, oh, she's wearing that. She's definitely doing this. Oh, they're, you know what I mean? Like everything is definitely figured out. Everything has its own look. And I think she really, there was less of a, there's just less of her just feeling like, oh, she's just singing the whatever the next song is. It's more like, oh, everything is figured out and everything's thought through. I also felt like with this tour, because I think they were hoping, I don't think she would have named it who's that girl for had she known had like how the movie was gonna end up but i think she tied in because there's a lot of like comedy in it with oh. like she does a lot of like looking under the dresses and oh you know and like who's that girl was publicized as like a screwball comedy and i think that was like the tie-in so there was a lot of like i felt like there was a lot of you know choreographed humor in it mm -hmm. you know <laughs> right the dancing in this, like I noticed, you notice right away that like, like you said, it starts out like very much like the Open Your Heart video with like the little mm -hmm. kid, the little boy coming in. We're sort of seeing it through his eyes. And then she's like in silhouette and then her dancers dance some and then the scrim pulls up and she's there. And she does like an abbreviated version of like the video choreography. And then she like comes down the stairs and then just like choreography like gets amped up like so much it's mm -hmm. so like it's so much bigger than the video and what she's doing is so strenuous like right out of the gate and i was yeah. watching it this time around in preparation for this i was thinking like god you know so much of madonna's career people are like compare like well she's not as good a singer as so and so or she can't hit the notes like that mariah can or she can't sing as well as Cindy lopper i'm like yeah but who can dance like that and sing at the same time. Like, right. It, oh, and also, you know, that that was actually like, I was thinking about that too. And I was I was getting very, this, this podcast brought up a lot of emotions for me um, that I were laying dormant, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was so angry, like, because it took her until 
ray of light for like like the critical masses to like take her seriously i feel sure and all along she'd been this like powerhouse with like all of these fans and i mean she's just been she just is like the smartest businesswoman uh, still mm-hmm. today um and it, it just it just always cracks me up they're like oh well she doesn't have this or she doesn't have that and she i mean she says it in through the day she's like i know i'm not the greatest singer i know i'm not the greatest dancer and they're like no no she's like i don't give a shit about that i know I, you know she knows she's a star so all of right. that is so is so ir- irrelevant when you've got this like star power in my opinion no i definitely uh, <laughs> i just it, it it really hit home for me do you need <laughs> therapy i'll just talk about madonna <laughs> so after open your heart we go into lucky star and that's sort of just her She's good. It definitely feels like a second number. She does a lot of what I call temper tantrum dancing. Like she's just sort of like flailing around a bit. Like she sort of like goes to different places. And it's fun and it's great. Can we talk for a second about in between? She does some crowd work in Italian. Oh yes, please. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Rob, you're Italian. I'm gonna I know. I'm gonna gonna, gonna read I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you what she says and you guys can try to translate it. Okay. Do you, do you speak Italian, Rob? No. Okay. <laughs> so, this is what she said. Ready? Ciao, Italia. Ciao, Torino. Hello, everybody. Per favore, non spaghetti. Okay? Siete pronti? Siete pronti? Bene. Anch'io. Siete Gicaldi. Bene. Anchio. Okay. Huh. So I'm going to sing for you. I'm going to sing for you right now, okay? Is that what it says? I don't know. Is that it? It says, I don't know. <laughs> hello, hello, Italy. Oh, you don't know? You're just reading it? <laughs> yeah. I thought just... you had the answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> per favore, please. Non spaghetti, okay. What's non spaghetti? Non spaghetti. I actually think it's a positive with like a light cream sauce. <laughs> okay, so she's, oh, she's ordering, taking orders. Okay, she, no, she's ordering her food for her post for her post. Uh, right, right, right. In the green room, if we could get someday children everywhere will thank me. <laughs> uh, siete pronti? Maybe she. Maybe that means like, are you ready? Pronti sounds like ready to me. Yeah, well, I bet I'm. I bet I'm pretty close. Being like, I'm gonna sing now. Do you want to hear me sing? Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. You want? Are you ready? Are you ready? Good. Uh, me too. Ankio. I bet that's me too. And I don't know what Jacaldi means. Siete Jacaldi. I wish there was a way we could find out. And then she says, "So this is my last show. So if I cry sometimes, you'll understand." Oh we my understand. God! <laughs> that literally. I if you just started that, I bet I could have finished that. <laughs> and I haven't heard it since like 1995. <laughs> Just like when she did the Live Aid tour and she was like, it's hot up here. No, I'm not taking shit off today. Because that, yeah. that was right when they, the play yeah. the play. I'm sympathizing with you by keeping my coat on, okay? So don't feel bad. Shit off today. You might hold it against me ten years from now. 
Okay, yeah. So that, and then we're right, we're back, we're into Lucky Star. And I agree with you, John. It's a lot of like spastic torture dancing. But again, like it's like the the Lucky Star video choreography like turned up to yeah. past 100. She also does that little back phrase with it. Like she's trying to make it a little different. Mm-hmm. Can you do it? I don't know that I can. I was trying to think of it. She's like, it sounds like she missed her entrance. Oh, yeah. She's like, it before it's the ads. Instead of, um, you must be my lucky star. <laughs> it's like basically that. <laughs> you must be my lucky star. <laughs> it's hard to do without the music because how do we know that we're behind yeah. it? But she's like a little bit like, you must be my lucky star. It's so funny. Sometimes I'll take her alternate if like I'm listening to, you know, because I have, I have all Spotify Madonna stuff. I have like favorite Madonna songs, all okay. Madonna songs little known gems b b side madonna um and i like for cosmic emotion for that score she did like i can't remember what there was a, um an alternate harmony note or an alternate <laughs> note that she does that i do when i'm singing it. <laughs> are you talking about like when she's like there's one part i think it is it, i think it's this tour where she's like i, I, mean, I want to dance with someone else but i'm trying to think of what part it's on one of the singles it's the and the uh, in it's in like the remix one or something there's one you met and no no someday you'll see my point of you and then there's another one that's like someday you'll see my point of you <laughs> there's something that she does that i always love sing. you <laughs> the second one is like You'll see my part of it all. <laughs> it's something like that. I mean, I mean you get the idea. <laughs> then after Lucky Star, we get her first costume change. She goes into true blue. She's got that little baby blue silk taffeta dress and the girls yep. are behind her in their chiffon mm-hmm. skirts. But again, she's underdressed. In the yes. <laughs> like, is there a reason for that? I don't know. It does I think feel it's very like quick change. So that way. Like she can just like keep it going. Right. I, and I was wondering, I was like, is it just the quick change aspect or was she like trying to say something? I think it probably, I mean, it's also, I mean, it's interesting watching her earlier tours because like there are some projections, but there's not really video. You know what I mean? Even right. right now, she hasn't really gone into like having dancers. Like she's got, you know, this is the first time we see backup singer and she's got two dancers here. She only had two in the first one. You know what I mean? Like, so like, what we think of as a Madonna tour is still finding itself right now. But I think she didn't have video. There was no way, like in later years, she'll be like, great, I'll do like a weird remix video while I'm taking a breath and changing, something like that. Now it's just, and I think here at the beginning, she's like, no, we'll just keep going. There is video later in this show, but it's incorporated into it. I'll just point it out when we get there. It's in Where's the Party. I love that song so much. I I I do too. Yeah. I used to, I, and I still do. I do double la fiesta, but I don't know if that's like, I don't even know if that, I don't know if that's the proper Spanish, right? Double la fiesta. Is that from one of the remixes? No, it was me. Oh, I love the song so much that I wanted to change it into different languages. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that, yep. that is a lot. That is a, a measure of true love. <laughs> <a> true love. <laughs> I'm trying to prove myself here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but going, I still sing I'm going to propose to you in as many different languages as I can to show you. I wonder if it also has to do with like 
because I love, I love like the Spanish flair she has in a lot of her songs. Like those, yeah. I tend to gravitate mm -hmm. towards those two. Like who's that girl? Like La Isla Bonita. I love Spanish eyes, and she's got. I mean, she's got a bunch that she that has. Yeah. Like, do you guys yeah. remember when True Blue on MTV was the Make My Own Video competition? I do. Yeah. Did you, did you guys make one? No. No. But <laughs> I recorded them all, and there the there there was one like they were all horrible. Sure. And well, no one, one had cameras then. <laughs> right. But one was like kind of a filmmaker, and he's the one who won it. But there was one that I, my friends and I used to watch over and over again. It was horrible. And they like did like a thing at the beginning. And this girl's like, I'm truly in love, truly, truly. <laughs> and then they started the song. And like three of the girls would go, hey. And then it cut back to the other one. She was like, what? And like, but also, I think I was obsessed. Because then, did you see the video that was that was done in London? Uh, the True Blue video in London? Yeah. Yeah. He, what, that's the dress I'm most obsessed with. Her, um, the um, the blue with the black polka dots. Mm -hmm. It's got oh, like yeah, on a car. Yeah, yes, exactly. And I was obsessed with that video. And I think I I was obsessed with finding that video because when they did the make my video for MTV, I was so angry. I I, I don't even think I I remember it vaguely, but I was so mad that she's not in it. I was like, who who needs this? <laughs> Why are you wasting my time? I would please, it's crap. It see, yeah, it did seem unfair that like there there was a she did make a video, but just in America they wouldn't show it. Right. That's but I found that. Yeah. And that I was think eventually they did start showing it. Before there was what? Google or anything like that. Yeah. Like you couldn't, you know, it was just yeah. me and my baby man. <laughs> You went some dark. You went down some dark hallways to get that video. <laughs> Did you put it on your answer machine? You were like, "If I don't come home tonight, I'm picking up a bootleg True Blue video." It's because I'm getting a bootleg video of Madonna's True Blue from London. Hey, everybody! I'm not home right now, but I'm going to be last seen on the corner of "If I Don't Come Home." <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm not home right now. So there's a good chance I'm lying on 9th Avenue bleeding out. If you see the Madonna True Blue video in my hand, please bury me with it. If, if you're listening to this message and it's tomorrow, I'm probably dead. <laughs> but no, that I went up for a good cause. <laughs> Did you notice that there's like in, okay, so there's this, like the stage and then there's like, it expand, like the wings kind of expand beyond like the set for her show. Uh-huh, They yeah. use that like space a lot. And there seems to be like a lot of just like extra equipment just kind of piled in this, piled over there. Did you notice <laughs> that? Yeah, it's funny to watch these old tours because they're just like, every so often you'll get an angle where someone's just like, Hanging out in the wings, just watching. Yeah, yeah. There's a shot in the next song where like, she's like dancing over there. It's in Papa Don't Preach. She like dances over to the side and like there, there's like a part of a curtain and there's like a roadie guy like lifting it up to like move a wire out of the way. I don't know if it's for the recording of it, for like the visual recording of it or something, but it's fun, it's gritty.
It's rock and roll. Speaking of rock, so her next number is Papa Don't Preach. She puts on a leather jacket and she really gives just like an acting moment, like getting into it. Like you can tell like she's mm -hmm. really, she's not just a pop star who's like, here's the next number. She's she's on a journey. Well, that's what I say. I feel like that was the difference between, you know, like the bump up this and the director that did this. This was like, it was like it had a through line. That's why I was wondering also about the costumes, why they were being layered on or yeah, as oh, we see had... in like later, like in later tours, I know she has like axe and and like little like mini blue thing. This or... this speaks to that because it goes from true blue of like I'm in love, I'm in love, he's the one for me, directly into like and now I'm pregnant and sad about it or like messed up about it. I gotta figure shit out. Yeah, but it's like a direct result of true blue. Like first comes love. Without true blue, we don't get to Papa Don't Preach. Exactly, and we skip marriage. First comes love, then comes baby. The baby carriage. Oh, Some Madonna in a weird pink dress. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's also like there's like thunder, like right at like there's a thunder sound effect that transitions from two blue into Papa Don't Preach mm -hmm. while she's putting okay. on the leather jacket. That's probably when like the exact moment she can like they conceived and that, that she was being that thunder is the shudder of the orgasm. And God sending her out. Yeah. Or is he just testing her? With by giving her a baby? Right. What are you gonna do, Madonna? You gonna what do are you that? gonna do? <laughs> 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 Have you made up your mind? <laughs> I warned you about him. I said you could do without him. Sure, sure. Italians do it better, but come on. I also own the Italians do a better t-shirt. That's a good t-shirt. And I, I, I'm not every time I wear it, there's some asshole that's like, Italians do what better? Come on, you know. <laughs> I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> she does have some video, like, she has, like, during Papa Don't Preach, during, like, the dance break, she has a lot of video of, like, controversial, like, it's Ronald yes. Reagan, it's a An lot of artsy video montage of, yeah. like, kind of the good and the bad in the world, too. Like, it's like... Or someone walking on the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, advances, but also, like, horrible things, like, flags. And what and cost. Famine. Just some kids. Choreographically, during that moment, while the video's playing, she like sits in the chair and leans her head back and she like does the kind of the cover of True Blue. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is when I watch it today, I was like, oh, she's providing like a different point of view on that cover and the title of the album. Cause I might be overthinking this, but just go with Impossible. me. True Blue as we think of it in the song is like hopelessly romantic first love crush but blue also means like sad so she's like oh. like she's overwhelmed by the the weight of the world and the experience that she's going through and that head back pose is just like her taking like um being in her moment oh i see that should we all take it should we have a like a full minute moment of silence sure and then it ends with safe sex. 
Yeah, the video montage ends. It just says safe sets. But it's not the most cohesive collage, but it's. I don't even like. She was such an advocate for you know because that's when AIDS was just like yeah, yeah. you know, and she was like such an advocate. I remember, I remember her speech that she gave somewhere where she says, she goes, she said, AIDS is a powerful disease that continues to elude us. But we are more powerful um, by educating ourselves and finding out the facts. I mm-hmm. and like yeah. and no one, you know, no one was saying it Nobody. at that time. You know, I mean, we were, you know, the White House was hopeless. And like, you know, she was one. You know, she even she even gave those um STD. <laughs> she even gave me an STD. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you've never seen her live, huh? No, but she uh, from her. <laughs> From her like uh, on her like a prayer thing, do you remember she had that little she yeah. had that little card about like how you can contract that? to get tested and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, those were also patchouli scented. Those um, like a prayer CDs, the first printing. Oh, yeah. No, are you serious? I'm serious. Oh, I was gonna make a joke. <laughs> I was gonna be like, mine smelled like beans. <laughs> <laughs> mine smelled like a lasagna. <laughs> I didn't realize that. That's so cool. Yeah, it was a sensory a sensory experience. Um, and then next in the show we have White Heat, which we, I know Rob, you already said like that's you sometimes, sometimes skip skippable. It. I have a soft spot for White Heat. I gotta say, it's dumb and it's very much like a theater kid song, but there is something about it that I think is fun. You know what? You know where the only and I still love it because I listen to it, you know, I listen to it ad nauseum, but like I think the reason why it cracked me up is because there's no like it's it's it almost just comes in on a chorus. It's like get up, yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. there's no like lead in, it's just like mm-hmm. a punch. Yeah. When I was watching, so Shabadoo, her choreographer. <laughs> okay. Who also had, a, a, he was in like the breakdancing movies, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, he was a, Break he was dance, like yeah. a, yeah. So during this, I noticed this time around that it, this dance between them is kind of homoerotic because she's dressed, she's like a gangster and then he comes yeah. out and he's a gangster too. And they're like, it doesn't feel like they're like, seducing each other with dance they're just like two dudes with guns mm-hmm. like shooting at things and then he grabs his crotch and she grabs her crotch to be like yeah i'm packing too and then he like points at it and he's like you and then they kiss and he's like kind of like surprised by it i bet that was yeah. her saying like it's gay. kind of like yeah it's kind yeah. of andro- she's like kind of androgynous in it she had a hat and a jacket on so it's kind of fun. I feel like she was starting to push some, push some boundaries there. She was like always pushing boundaries and pushing and like putting it in your face. You know, when we talk about inclusivity, she she always had dancers and singers of every color. You know, Latinx yeah, yeah. and um, black dancers and singers and a lot just, of androgyny and sort was, of, yeah, yeah. She was she was. I mean, she was so. She was so, it, it, that's what makes, blows my mind. You can be so 
in your face with it being like this is the way we need this is the way we're gonna like move forward in the world and everyone's like i don't see anything <laughs> no i i think that's also why i um you know gravitated towards her so strongly because she it, it, she, she was so she was so inclusive that it just kind of drew you to her you know yeah and I think also there was just like a confidence about her. Like there was no, like she was so sure of what she was sure of that that yeah. was just so compelling. You know what I mean? I also like, don't think that like right. her, the inclusivity stuff was ever contrived or forced. I think it was like, those were the people that she was surrounded with in the clubs, dance clubs. And like, the, like it was full of diversity and she just pulled from that you know, from her natural surroundings to just be like, yeah, you, 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 come on, let's go. And then, so it feels very organic to me, like, you know, in a very New York way or any other sort of like urban place where like diversity is just kind of happening naturally on the street where it's everybody living together. Who does to you, Madonna? So next we got, she goes into causing a commotion. Another song I love does not get the love it after a quick shout out to her her grandmother's sister bambini who lives in pacento pacentro yeah bambini we love you um she does she does some more crowd work in part italian before this number oh like i want to throw a special shout out to my grandmother's sister bambini who lives in pacentro oh oh my god i don't remember that positive commotion so fun john and rob why do people throw stuff on stage during concerts? I don't know. It's outrageous to me. You want to hear the issue? Well, today I have to tell you when our when our leading lady took her bow today uh, in the show that I'm doing, there was someone who handed and people do this sometimes. There was someone who handed her flowers from the audience, but they didn't throw it. But it was a <laughs> it was so sweet. But it was a potted plant. Like it was, I mean, it was flowers, but it was like potted, like, you know, and he just <laughs> I was like, so I don't know what's weirder, like throwing stuff on stage or giving someone like a potted floral arrangement. That's like a, a, a commitment. Be like giving said, someone like a puppy or a kitten. It's like, oh, now yeah, I have to take right. care of this. You have to travel with this. <laughs> or, I mean, it's just weird. Don't you think it's like, I shouldn't say weird. I, I just think it's um unique. In a situation where you're bowing, and then you got a potted... Oh, here's a topiary. Okay. <laughs> and then they had you up. I've really enjoyed your performance. Here's a ficus tree. <laughs> Take care for it. Here's an aquarium. For your... <laughs> Enjoy your cactus. <laughs> Won't need much attention. <laughs> I love Cosmic Commotion. It's the sixth song in, and it like kind of almost feels like a finale. It's like got a full cast dance break. This with... is where she's like, meet the band, everybody. Yeah, she doesn't introduce him, but oh. she's like, he's got the moves, baby. He's got the moves, baby. Oh my god! Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Yeah. I'm so I'm actually so glad I didn't watch it because this is just all coming to me and like. Fragments of my mind I didn't know existed. So, 
And then, like, when she's like, he's got the moves, baby, and not Shabadoo, but the other adult dancer does that, like, big, gigantic, yeah. like, leap on the stage. Yeah. Everyone's and then the guitar. Yeah. She does the... Yeah. I'm like... She yeah. gets real handsy with them at times. She yeah. does. We're gonna... We can talk about... There's definitely some, like... uh HR issues. <laughs> if Madonna's the boss and she's like, so at this part, I'm going to grab your crotch and then you're going to kiss me on the mouth. Right. And then right. I'll pay you. <laughs> then I'll pay um, you. And then I'll pay you. Look of Love. Look of Love is her next one and it's a lot of mime work on that treadmill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta watch this. I don't know. I don't she's remember. She just seems like she's, she's cr- like pushing, she's pushing a wall, and then she then the back, and she like pushes it this way, and then some way, and then she pushes it this way. I vaguely remember that, but I got I gotta get back. I gotta put that one on. I don't remember. I actually really like that. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it's probably like maybe one of her most like neglected ballads. Yeah, it's not. It's not on her Something to Remember Ballads collection, right. which is wild. No, is it- I also love, and because I actually do love Love Don't Live Here anymore, I love that she consistently tries to like re-release that. She's like, maybe it'll catch on in this decade. Yeah. <laughs> love Don't Live Here anymore is not going to happen, Madonna. Relax. <laughs> Madonna, if- stop trying to make Love Don't Live Here anymore happen. happen. What about the look of love? <laughs> That's what we've been oh, telling please. you, but- we get it. You study with Marceau, Marceau. I also what about Scooby like Doo? The, the the lyric in the bridge of Look of Love kind of makes me laugh, where it's like, My conscience is clear. I know right from wrong. That's a lie. I know nothing except that you're gone. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's a lie. I know, I know nothing. nothing. <laughs> If you if you have the wherewithal to be like that's not true, like you're writing the song, you're like my conscience is clear, I know right from wrong, and you're like no, that's not right. You would just scratch it out and write a different lyric. No, right? you would just write like no, that's a lie. I know nothing. I can't forget that I anything. said that. There's no second pass. I only move forward. I'm Madonna fucking Chicone. I don't. This pencil don't. does not have an eraser, so I do not need one. Maybe she was on one of those old timey typewriters and like didn't have any. Oh, the one she she used for Madame Max. Like, yeah. What am I gonna do? I know. I'll just say no. That's a lie, and not like a mis. Like no, that's not what I meant to say. It's like that's a lie. Like, but how did she like? How do you perform it? It's like um, my confidence. I know right from wrong. It's a lot. Like, I mean, like, how do you, like, how do you make that work? Because there's a way to make it work. Like, if you were given that song as an actor, as a musical actor. Like, come back actor, in in, like, five minutes and just do the bridge for us. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd be like, well, what's your, what's your character's backstory there? What's your, I mean. What's the event that causes you to feel Right, like right, right. Like, what would, my conscience is clear, I know right from Yeah, because, well, because she's, she's clearly, like. like trying to talk herself into yeah she's like like i kept my side of the street clean in this relationship like i did i know that i (laughs) Uh i stand by my choices and then she's like no that's not that's that's wait a minute i'm fronting there (laughs) i have to be honest and there are very few things i would rather do than dissect 
this song by Madonna <laughs> because this is so much fun to me. I feel like it's actually done by people. Maybe My that's why she doesn't is... do it anymore. She's like, it demands a level of acting I can't give it. It's too complex. Like I have people... to honor the song. It's not fair to the song or the, or my audience. I cannot do it justice. <laughs> so I'm not going to do anything. Got it. If I can't do it, no one will. But I will still I will still take on movie directing projects. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> <laughs> now accepting I'll do that, I'll, I'll do that um, rom-com with um, Rupert Everett with that. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I can do that I do not believe that I can do truth to the look of love <laughs> I can play a fun yoga instructor with a green not a green screen with a with a lens smeared with Vaseline as yeah. far as the eye can do <laughs> look of love no that's a lie because even if it were, I'm sorry, just one okay. more thing. Even yeah, if please. it were in like, you know, kind of like a poppy, almost like legally blonde type thing, like my constantly here I know from my, that's a lie. I'm yeah. not, <laughs> just speak it. Just let it fall. Just fall off, Madonna. Yeah. Or or like the she's saying to her two friends, it's like my conscience is clear, I know right from wrong. That's a lie. Hey, that's them. That's their lie. You know nothing. And she's like, You're right. I know. And then, like, she's like, Shh, and winks. I'm or she's talking to them, and then it's a light change, and that's a lie is internal. Oh, yeah. My conscience oh my is God, clear. I right. know right from wrong. That's, that's a lie. lie. I know nothing except that you're gone. The back um, if there was camera work, if they had, if they had the electronics. Well, we've given three very credible takes on the numbers, <laughs> so no excuse for this not to be in the celebration celebration. You hear it, Madonna? <laughs> Come to us if you need any more advice. <laughs> we do coaching over Zoom. Totally affordable <laughs> and reasonable. We're going to go through some like really, really, really detailed beat work for you. Yeah. She does do some Meisner stuff later, I think. Yeah, she does. But before that, she does this <laughs> comedy section medley. Ooh, this Ooh. is rough. This is what is I've rough. been waiting for. She goes into a telephone booth, comes out in an outfit she says was inspired by Dame Edna, which makes sense. Yeah, okay. And it's a parody of like her, like instead of like the tassels on her boobs, they're like springs with eyeballs on the end. She also looks to me like, okay, you guys see um, Desperately Seeking Susan recently? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, always recently. When she goes. <laughs> That's his new uh, voicemail message. <laughs> hey, I'm not. <laughs> but if you want to join us, we're watching. Desperately Seeking Susan at the AMC. Um, Hi, it's Rob. I'm at home right now. But you know where you can find me. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> when she's staying at her friend, her friend who works at the Magic Club, who like she goes to, she stays with, when Susan stays with. And then I think Gary Glass calls her Someone calls her there. Anyway, the phone that's in that apartment is like covered with pieces, like dried pieces of chewed gum. Do you remember this? I, I don't, but I'll watch it again tonight. This doesn't make any sense. But yeah, it, the <laughs> phone is like, it looks like it's like bejeweled with something, but I think it's like pieces of chewed gum, which is uh, gross. 
but that's what this outfit reminds me of. It's like got like trinkets all like oh yeah, like a hot glue gun and like a RuPaul's Drag Race make yeah. your own drag competition. When someone's like, I don't know how to sew. Yeah, and all you have is like a crinoline, and you're just like, I could just like I can glue things onto this. She looks like that phone to me. I wish. <laughs> Why weren't we not best friends when I was in? Um, <laughs> I don't know, but we, like Madonna, we can only move forward. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that for the next week. You know, you know, <laughs> That's a lie. I know nothing. <laughs> That's a lie. It's And it's funny because when... When I was, if 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 I would have just seen that without like going back into like my mind and research, I would have thought that that was her doing. I'm going bananas. It's such a bizarre outfit, and then but it's not. It's just kind of like this. I shouldn't say bizarre. It's probably like more like um maybe maybe for Chow Italia, maybe it was more like maybe she kind of like took all of her um places that she was going to into consideration. Oh, it's like luggage or she know. puts like another tag of where she's been. Or like even that dress, maybe that dress somewhere in like Australia wouldn't be as because to me it was Oh, it, it was so, so from another world. Yeah. I think Rob like how you said before because she had this movie coming out that was that came out that was a a, a, a screwball comedy. I think she had folded into her persona that like and I'm also really funny. She's always really tried to be funny. Yeah. It doesn't usually work. I think she is funny, but it's in, in Truth or Dare, she has really, a, she has a dark sense of humor that like comes yeah. out with like, one example is when she's like, uh, when they're trying on jewelry in Chanel's store. Yeah. And she like, earrings don't make people look beautiful. Money makes people look beautiful. <laughs> as like, as she's saying it, she knows it's kind of like, 100% true and also like terrible. A horrible thing to say. Right? Yeah. And so she laughs and like she says about, to, when she's talking to Sandra Bernhard and she's like about how she would have nightmares after her mom died and her dad would come and like tuck her in. And then Sandra Bernhard goes, did you fall asleep then? And she goes, oh yeah, after he fucked me. <laughs> and, <laughs> which she knows is like a, a terrible thing to say, but it's also hilarious. Like she's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's just not funny to me when she's doing this when you're kind like, Here's of stuff. Setup there, you, know, you know, exactly. I feel like she's very, in a weird way, kind of Kathy Griffin. Like when Kathy Griffin has like dialogue to say, you could like, there's there's some sort of like, I have to act <laughs> now. But like when when she's just being herself, obviously she's hilarious. And I feel like that's, right, right. that's yeah. how Madonna is too. In a material world. Dress you up into material girl. Yeah, she, she does sort of like three numbers in this look. Dress you up, material girl, and like a virgin. And you can, t I feel like right away you can tell immediately she's like, I'm sick of material girl. Mm -hmm. like you can tell she immediately does not want to ever have to sing this song again. Well, you know, there was a time, I hope I'm remembering this correctly, and I think that's part of the reason why she did material girl like this. I think she she hated being known right. as material girl. It, she meant it, the song, as being a tongue um, and cheek, like a joke, yeah. Uh, yeah, tongue and cheek. And in fact, that's why, like, I think even in the video at the end, when she goes into like the pickup van with the guy who's just you know, he's not rich, he's not this, he's, he's yeah, he's just the guy she's in love with. And like, basically, you know, she was trying to do the opposite of what ended up happening, and everyone called her the material girl for 
forever. And I feel like I remember her saying in some sort of interview or something, she was like, I either she won't do the song again, or if she does do the song, it has to be obvious that it's like a total tongue in cheek thing and not something she's serious about. Unless I'm completely making that up in line, but I feel like that was part of my brain. No, I think it's. No, I think, I think you're true. right that she's that she meant it as kind of like satire thing, and then to be like have people take it literally. You know what else is like that? Paula Cole talks about where have all the cowboys gone. <laughs> that she wrote that to be like like a, a feminist song, and that when she performed it, especially in the South, like all the women, like everyone in the audience is like, yeah, fuck yeah, where have all the cowboys gone? Like, bring me a real man. And like, she's like, no, no, no. Understand it. <laughs> but yeah. also, what also, and I get that, and I love that. But like, how do you think people? At the end, she's like, give me eye, give me eye, give me eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, that I thought you were gonna hear me. I thought you were gonna talk about the end of Material Girl, and then because I, uh, I forgot that I had talked about Paula Cole one second ago, and I was like, what's he doing? I can't do it. <laughs> uh, I don't want to wait. Okay. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> All right. So I guess we do have to talk about it eventually during Material Girl. They do do a Hitler salute and some goose. <laughs> I guess we do have to. Oh <laughs> Yeah, they do like a Hitler mustache with the two fingers and uh, a little, a little. You don't even want to do it in the zoo, but yeah, they do. (laughs) Yeah. And then they do like goose stepping. So what do you think that? I think think they were just like trying to be goofy and dumb and like, it also just felt like somewhat similar to the lyrics earlier of like, we just need to fill out this egg count. Okay, great. We'll just do that. Do you think? (laughs) <laughs> uh, what can we what, what can we do? What can we do? What's fun? Do we have a we have a mic in our hands. What can we do? I think that it was a commentary on people just like mindlessly going with, like not seeing the irony in the Material Girl song, just being like, oh, people are just uh-huh. like thinking that it's all. But I think to make that jump jump from like, oh, these people are just going along like everyone followed Hitler. They're just going along with this idea that I'm a Material Girl. <laughs> That's a big jump, but I think you're probably absolutely right. And that like people aren't thinking God. for themselves. Yeah, sure. And she'll push buttons without explaining it so that people can get, you know, it's like that. Um, it's the like the like a prayer video with like she did this Mata and she like right, right. was you know dancing in front of burning crosses and. Yeah, and the burning crosses and hold that Pepsi commercial, which I also have on video. But like <laughs> she does things and doesn't explain it. You know, if this is if this is in fact what she was doing, I actually think this is kind of like an in-your-face genius way to do it. She's like, you're just jumping to conclusions without asking me what this means or trying to figure out what this means, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If she's not doing that, then I'm like, Madonna, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. It does feel like something that like there might have been a different way to do that same thing without I don't know, yeah. Nazis are such a specific I totally forgot about that. And I probably, you know, honestly, I probably didn't even 
hundred percent understand it, it when I was younger. <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't. I know I didn't. I don't because I didn't remember it. If you had told me that was in there, I would have been like, no, it's not. Right. That's yeah. Exactly. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's, That's a lie. lie. I know nothing. <laughs> That's a lie. You know nothing. <laughs> um, but I think <laughs> that was great. That's a lie. And I think also in this medley, she's kind of like playing with her, everybody thinking that she, what all she's selling is sex kind of stuff, which is like tied yeah. into like the, the Playboy and Penthouse photos that came out. And like, like the New York Post, like literally said, like, what a whore and things like that. Like people said really unkind things to her. And like people love to jump on a bandwagon and point fingers. And mm-hmm. and so I think it's sort of like her being like, this is all just silly and goofy. And I'm just, uh, pops are having fun. And like, you guys are taking this to a crazy right. place. Yeah. Well, this got depressing. So, where's the party? That's the next song. <laughs> you know it. This song is so good. I love this song. This is another one that kind of like, like, where are you going with this? But it doesn't matter. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She's like, working Monday to Friday. all my time. I'm like, Madonna, you're not. You're not working in that So here's the thing that she does in this in this live performance, though, is she it's all like done from the point of view of like there's paparazzi starts off with like paparazzi and lights flashing, and she's got those like wacky sunglasses on and a boa. And she's one hand, she's like like seducing the paparazzi by like, you know, she's like performing for them, but then like turning her head away and like like trying to get away what this next second later. Then she starts singing working Monday through Friday. And it's like, I think it's positioned that like being a pop star is a lot of work and she just wants to like have a good time, but she's just like constantly working. That makes sense? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. You buy it. Pop stars, they're just like us. I buy it, but you know, she's also <laughs> like, like, if that's the message she's trying to get across, I'll be like, Madonna, I'll take up your part for a little right. bit. Let's yeah. Know it. I don't need I don't need all that many parts. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot even tell you how many times I listened and have tried to figure out like dun 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 Like, I don't know what that, I still don't know what that woman says. It sounds like she says, oh, Miss Chai, or something like that. She's like, I was oh, just thinking, yeah. oh my God. Oh, really? I don't, that's what in my head, what I hear. I can't even tell you how long Oh my God. Trying to break down, like, what is the scene? Yeah, exactly. What is going on at that party? That This is the exact same thing that I did with, um, well that also was like before the internet so like you would hear these things and you, like you couldn't just figure it out like i remember so many like fights i got it like with kids in school to be like no that's not what they're saying <laughs> and the kids in school are like 
John, we did not even ask. <laughs> Why are you fighting? <laughs> Enough. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of us all pretending. My friend Gabby thought that more than a woman by the Bee Gees was bald-headed woman. <laughs> bald-headed woman. Too. One of my friend's mom thought, uh, you know, the Jay Giles song, A Centerfold? Instead of my angel's a centerfold, so it was the anus is the center hole. My angel is the center hole. Angel is the center hole. Which anus is also correct. Not wrong. <laughs> my friend's brother thought uh, get into the group was we might be lovers, and like we were in like my bedroom, and she was like, <laughs> we might be lovers if the ribbons tie, and she like made like this thing like, <laughs> like what? And she's like, we might be lovers if the ribbons tie. And I was like, what the fuck, Eric? And I was like, and get she's out. like, my brother says it is. And I was like, it's get like, out. It's like an Amish ceremony. Like <laughs> an Amish love ceremony. Will the ribbons tie? We're about to find out. <laughs> Bethany, have you brought your ribbon? Samuel, have you brought your ribbon? Let's see if they tie. <laughs> They do not tie. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. You cannot get into no. this group. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that the end of Where's the Party has this like great payoff in this show where the stairs on the set, the whole time you can see that they have lights in them, but they haven't lit up yet. Oh, and right. at the end of Where's the Party... She goes, say cheese, and like they light up like a big flash bulb to like take a picture of the audience. That is fun. And it's a very nice payoff. Be like, well, we're we're nine numbers in and we finally use that those <laughs> that effect. That off the list. Yeah. <laughs> those lights in the stairs. I kept waiting for those lights Thank to come God. on. I've been staring at them all night. Yeah. I've been distracted. Maybe they're broken. <gasps> Maybe that's what that guy was trying to plug trying in to plug during in. Yeah, the cord. <laughs> That kid, Chris Finch, tripped over it on his way out right at the top of the show. I mean, we can do a whole other segment on that kid. I was like, what? what? Like, he just kept coming up. I'm like, what? Come on. But, like, I mean, and it was such a lovely thing for her to do. I'm sure he was sure. like, I'm sure he had the time of his life. But I was like, why is this here again? Why wasn't it me? I know. Uh, well, that's, that's the subject. So then we get her big ballad. I still think it, this might be her live to tell. I think that's her best ballad. What do you guys think? Agreed. I, yeah, I, it's great. I, well, she did say that she wrote live to tell. And I think what she wrote live to tell. And I think that the entire true blue album when she was crazy in love with Sean. Yeah, so I think like she wrote live to tell in a very quick amount of time. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful song. Yeah. I, I think, I think you may be right. Like I love crazy. There's like a sophistication you. to the lyrics in this that are, not always in pop songs. Right. right. Very haunting. And I love, I love the part where it's like, and you don't even know she's coming back.
and then she's like, <laughs> you don't know who's coming back. You don't know if the song's over. <laughs> yeah, she really teases you with it. Also, yeah. like the image, there's like this image on Scrim behind her that's like a, a black and white picture of her that's kind of like when like an intentional sort of cross between her and Marilyn Monroe where that she kind of looks like her and Marilyn Monroe at the same time and then you stare at it and you're like is she is it Marilyn no it's Madonna who is yeah. that girl <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> donde esta la fiesta what is it <laughs> la fiesta. I, mean, I, 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 I have to like actually go and check it out <laughs> Well, I did that. I used that picture in my in a high school art project where you had to like start with a. It was like a. Oh. I don't know the media. It's like a piece of paper that's black, and you scratch on it, and it reveals white. So it's like about negative oh. space. Gotcha, and I gotcha. recreated that picture. Wow. I don't have it anymore, but I love that. That picture. always cracked me up too when like in interviews. I remember the interview. I think it was Johnny Carson. Very awkward interview, but like it was their first interview, and he said something like. You know, do you like being compared to Marilyn Monroe? And she's like, no, I feel like there's no comparison. She's like, she's like, I feel like it's, it's, you know, the same hair, but that's it. And that to me is not completely true because I feel like she leans. I mean, the material oh, yeah. girl, like, right? Directly. Yeah. But like, why would you like? Maybe she was just fed up with people saying it. But like, you know, you can't like, be like. I don't see what people see. You have to be like, oh yeah. I <laughs> right. You could be like, that was just a moment. It's not right. like fully me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that would have been a lot more like clear. What are you talking about? Like, can we, can we move on from this, please, people? <laughs> well, I guess speaking of moving on, now we're going in, into the groove, come on, come on, come which I think is one of her best, like, just dance songs. It's so good. So the concert from here to the end, I think really like, it sets up it's like four songs that i feel like are the bridge between her doing a so like kind of a solo show with backup into doing like a show with dancers and a full cast because it's like all the backup singers come down and the dancers right. so now it's like nikki donna and other person <laughs> i'm sorry deborah parsons sure deborah parsons shabadoo chris finch and other guy so there's like now six of them and her and they all like are moving like on mass like around the stage together in this big like thing that looks so fun to do. Chasse, 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 right. chasse, like, like all across getting the And then across the other way. It's so good. I also love it in this version of Into the Group where she like stops and she has like her inner monologue moment. You know, where she really is, it's like, no, it's just me. It's like, we're trying to be like, this is her in her head about to go out. And, you know, like in the midst of everything, you just get this moment of like, this is just her inner monologue. And it's so dramatic and so fun. She's like, she's like, someone! Like, you know, she's yeah. like, you really feel <laughs> yeah. it in her, you know, another reason. She's like, really you know, pretty. That's another one I do, because she does that, I think. <laughs> yes. Also, like in this, that she does, 
the live remix vocals in the beginning where she's like, kick, 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 come on. Kick, 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 kick. Come on, come on. Give me, give me that thing. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And they put on those, they all have those jackets, those like you can dance jackets that have like soup cans and they're all brightly colored. And I think that they, the costume designer, I hope it was intentional. Like it's a callback to the wacky dress you up material girl, like a virgin medley, that wacky colorfulness, but like done coolly now. Yeah. So it's like folded into her, like, we're still fun, but now we've like turned it into something kind of arty and cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I mean, the for the last one, she goes into the groove, La Isla Bonita, who's that girl, which she does. This is where she gets another acting. Like she does it. The first time I watched it, it felt like eight minutes of her just going. It's a hard sound to like hold. And it's a hard, I tell you, it's a hard sound to let go of. I'm going on like 40 years and I still do it. Who's that girl? (laughs) Now. Who's that girl? And then she finally ends it with Holiday. This is the first time she ends with Holiday. It's classic. It's like, it's such a perfect spot for that song. Yeah. I have to say, and this is probably, Madonna, please don't hate me when you listen. Um, I love, I actually love the song Holiday. I'm kind of, because she does it. She does it pretty much in like, oh, like, if not all She's of the She's done it in seven of the concerts. Out of? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So I mean it's 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 a predominant one yeah. in there all the time. And I it kind of like it drives me a little nuts and I don't know why. I don't know if okay. it's just like because I can't have any I like overkill is not a word in my vocabulary for Madonna, so I don't know like what the deal is. I will say though, in the um the Blonde Ambition tour, mm-hmm. that costume is so hot. Yeah. Um, for holiday that and the the, um, the ponytail that she, you know she was wearing the Ariana Grande ponytail before Ariana Grande and like she like that that I kind of was like okay I'll let you do it here Madonna but, <laughs> as long as you're cute Madonna you can sing holiday <laughs> <laughs> and she, she does an extended audience participation bit with a comb. Yeah, what was I want to finish, but my hair's all messed up. She asked like, people to throw cones on stage, and they do. Because that was, I think, the time of our collective history where people, like a lot of people, carried combs in their back pocket. Still, if you did that today, not that many people would have combs. But I bet there are some queens who always bring a comb in case to, to her show. In case she repeats that, I don't. They're like, if this happens again, I don't want to. <laughs> no, John, you know that will be you. <laughs> I was like, I like, should bring yeah, a comb. 
just in case or like the true heads will know i know i know i'm <laughs> up in the balcony <laughs> i know i'm on grass right now but i'm, I'm bringing the grass go. i'm bringing just the in case. i know i'm in my limo right now but... <laughs> do you want to talk about the numbers that we don't ever see again in a tour Yes, yeah, so that's the tour. So the two, there are two songs that she does in this that she retires from here on out. And that is The Look of Love and White Heat. We never see those two numbers again. I mean, that kind of that kind of makes sense as far as that true. It makes sense. I don't think either of them are coming back for the celebration celebration. I don't think so either. I just don't think there's room. I think like I would I would I mean, I would love for White Heat to come back. I just think it's so dumb and silly. You really have a hard on for White Heat. I think, I think actually Gaga should cover White Heat. I think that would be funny. That would actually be genius. But like, can you imagine like, like, Flynn, just pretend like you're meeting me on the street and okay. say something. Like, say something. Oh, what a lovely dog you have. Get up, damn yeah, like it's just so like, like you'd be like okay you know but then um so but then say the same thing to me again and then i'll say something else okay can i try it can i try okay, it wait, yeah eric why don't you do it okay oh my god what a, a beautiful dog you have so tired of broken hearts and because <laughs> you know that like that there's works. a story coming up about her and her dog you know <laughs> yeah but she's not so aggressive Right, right, right. Yeah, like, White Heat does need up. a lot of context. So good. I don't, I guess I don't, I really like the look of love, but I don't care if I never hear either of those songs again. Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. I mean, not in, not in, that sounded really harsh, but like in a live performance, <laughs> I don't care. You know, if I never hear one of those two pieces of garbage again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> If I if the Alzheimer's take me takes me, please <laughs> remove those two memories first. <laughs> Alzheimer's, I'm offering you a selection of things to forget. <laughs> we had this bit we were gonna do called "What Is She Hump?" So, what does she hump in this tour? She humps her her cabaret chairs a bunch, and then her band. We sort of alluded to this, like her HR issues. This isn't fair because uh, is it the Blind Ambition tour where she just like humps the yeah. bed? Yeah, yeah. She, she goes to town on the bed. Yeah. The rest of yeah. yeah, I think that in this one she doesn't. She doesn't hump. Okay, she gets the in the comedy portion, so it's shrouded in comedy, which we'll we'll <laughs> give her some leeway. But sure, sure. The, when um, when Chris Finch, who's fourteen or fifteen. The kid, yeah. right? He, she's singing like a virgin, and he comes out and he's like sweeping, and then he goes in and he comes out again, and he's in like a little suit and top hat kind of thing, I think. And she, they dance, and then she like dips him, mm -hmm. and his leg goes up in the air, and it's like quivering, like an erection, and she looks at it and like goes like no no, uh huh, and then and then kisses him. It's a real like. Oh my god, I think I forgot about that. <laughs> but I know exactly what you're talking about. It's Yeah, it's like it's supposed to be I think it's very clearly like he's supposed to be like I'm getting turned on and she's like not right. like that and then she like right. kisses him on the lips. Hmm. Then grabs his you're face. You're too young. Him. Yeah, you're too young, but but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could well, call that inclusivity. Like she's including 
Oh my god. I don't know. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> she didn't want him to miss out on the fun. I wonder what stories that kid right. has. Where's his that tour? I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure he loves her and she, <laughs> you know, made like his life at the time. But I wonder like, like what, like, was this mom on tour? Like, this is fine. <laughs> Do you think that he still gets like a Christmas card from her? Well, I don't know about her, but um, maybe, maybe he, he gets it from Lourdes. Lourdes? Yeah. He's much older than Lourdes. I bet Nikki and Donna check in with him from time to time. Like once sure. every couple of years. You know they like that, I feel like that tracks. I yeah, there's story. like a te- they might have like a text chain that's just the three of them that they're like Hey, thirty five years ago today we went on tour. Crazy, huh? Great L O L. Yeah, like I should have never I should have never given that um demo to Madonna. I should have never recorded that demo of um, <laughs> Yeah, open your heart. Your heart. <laughs> that could have been me. That could have been me. <laughs> and then there's a private text between Nikki and the kid and they're like, oh, she's delusional. I'm like, I know, but just go with it. <laughs> she's still just say like shrug emoji. Yeah, here she goes again. All right, cool. So we have this new segment we're trying for the first time because it's our second tour. Uh, we're calling it Number Smackdown, but I don't like that name. If we, if anyone comes up with something better, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna prepare certain numbers that she's done already in previous tours and decide which version we think is the better one so far. So there are six songs she she did in this tour that she also did in the Virgin tour. So we're gonna compare those two. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready. Yep. So the first one let's talk about is Holiday. Do we think Holiday is better on the Virgin Tour or better on Who's That Girl? And the Virgin Tour was actually the second number she did. So it didn't quite have like the place that we think of it as having now. My vote is definitely for the Who's That Girl version. I'm torn because here's the thing. I was so obsessed with the Virgin Tour at, yeah. that I now, but now talking through the Who's That Girl Tour, I feel like the Who's That girl tour like cohesively and artistically made more sense it was like a cut above the virgin tour you know i feel like mm-hmm. the virgin tour was kind of like a concert that like you know pop stars do but then madonna elevated the who's that girl tour so i guess i'll say the who's that girl tour. yeah that was gonna be my vote too i just feel like it has more of like the again the, the first time like it's good but it's more just like and here's the second song you know what i mean like I did my opening number. Here's something else. And then we're going to, you know, to keep you get, yeah. to keep warming you up. Whereas I feel like this one, it was like much more of a statement. Right. All right. So the current reigning champion of holidays, who's that girl? All right. Next, let's talk about Into the Groove. So the Virgin Tour, that's just a lot of tambourine work going on in the Virgin Tour version of it. I know. This This is where it, it gets rough because you have to, it's like, you know, do you go with, your boyfriend you know this boyfriend who's like comfortable and you're like safe with him or do you go with someone who's edgy and takes chances that's what these two options feel like these are all like these are cut and dry for me okay the six songs are holiday into the groove lucky star dress you up like a virgin and material girl and dress you up like a virgin and material girl or coincidentally the three songs that are in the comedy medley in the who's that girl tour yeah. And so I'm automatically like the Virgin Tour versions of those are all superior. 
I agree. And the other three I'm giving to the Who's That Girl Tour. Yes, yes. And in fact, I thought you were going to say Dress You Up. What were the other two? Material Girl and Like a Virgin. Those three I agree also better on Virgin. But I would actually say Lucky Star. I would actually give it to Who's That Girl. I mean, to the Virgin Tour rather than Who's That Girl. Really? She does the hitch kick in the Virgin Mm -hmm. Tour, which I think is essential to Lucky Star. The reason why I would give it to because I did the gay gasp when I watched it today. <laughs> when, the reason why I would give it to the Virgin Tour is because I completely forgot. I don't even care about the staging. I completely forgot about her black crop top cross that she wears in that number. <laughs> and, and, and John, you're right. The hitch kick was the icing on the cake. So um, that, okay, does, that it, does it change anything for either of you if I say that while... She does not have the hitch kick in Lucky Star during the Who's That Girl tour. She does do the hitch kick in causing a commotion when she's like, I've got the moves, baby. Boom. And she has a hitch kick in one of those. Yeah. Of course, I'm always happy to see the hitch kick, but I feel like it's so Lucky Star and she doesn't do And she like does the back phrasing. I just think in Who's That Girl, Lucky Star is like, it's the second number again. It's just like, here's another fun song. You know what I mean? Like she's not putting a lot into it. There's not like the... The statement that the, that I think it, it feels like it has in the Virgin Tour. Okay, so I think it's we're gonna give it to we're gonna give it to the Virgin Tour, but I'm gonna write my dissent, and you will have it on. <laughs> uh, get it on my desk by Monday. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the majority stands dissenting justice. But I have got to tell you, I'm busting to tell you. Oh this yes, you've you got up. the story. The stress you up story. So. I've got the moves, baby, and I got the story. First of all, I would always pick the Virgin Tour Dress You Up because I learned that choreography. Like, oh, my God, it's so to, good. To the T. Like, I mean, I can do it for you now, which is like, going to dress you up in my lovely up, down, all over. <laughs> like, I mean, I could do it all. And also, that look was so iconic. that That's why it's hard to kind of, like, switch the two yeah. because that was the quintessential, in my opinion, but yeah. And um, but you know what I'm talking about? The dress you up and yeah. I love you. Yeah. Um, that was like my big one. Although I do have a picture of me with the Chow Italia concert on. <laughs> and like I'm like this, I like with my hand out to like, like the, the fact that anyone was shocked that I came out when I was gay. <laughs> right. I came out. I mean, is is mind-boggling. Um, but here's my story with dress you up. Like I said, like the hair was iconic, that jacket, that that like mm-hmm. um crazy colored jacket and that's like that's when she was wearing those rubber armbands and every single like you know when they pan through the audience and everyone was dressing like her every single person was dressing like her so like that's so that that that, each tour had like its own iconic value to it so it's it's very hard for me to distinguish all (laughs) but um another reason why i have this memory of dress you up when my sister was in high school, she used to do this program where they would go away like to leadership camp or some, uh-huh. you know, thing like that. While I was doing pirouetting. <laughs> in Leading living. in your own way. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Leading with a gay, gay grandjete. <laughs> but she would bring people. Some people would come to the house a couple days before just to like get to know the person, I guess. And then they'd all go to the camp together. And the one year, she had like this like 
you know, literally like screaming homosexual, uh, much like myself, <laughs> uh, like maybe a year or two older, but we were, you know, he and I kind of like hit it off. And my sister was like, thank God Robert was here. I didn't have anything in common with him. I was like, that's because you're not gay. <laughs> and so I was downstairs watching Dress You Up, you know, as I am wont to do, you know, like wake up, brush my teeth, watch Dress You <laughs> Your Up. Your first cup of coffee, watch a little Dress You Up, figure out what you're going to wear. It's perfect. <laughs> right, watch Dress You Up. And so I was watching it and he said to me, you, now mind you, like I'm like 13, 14. He's like, you know what this song is about, right? And I was like, no. And he was like, it's about getting a golden shower. <gasps> And I went, and I kind of just like, I was like, oh, you know, I mean. All over the body? What? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you listen to the lyrics, I mean, I don't know if it was true or what, um, or if he was just into that, trying to hit on me. (laughs) And I was like, he's like, do you know what that is? And I said, no. And he was like, it's like when someone pees on you for pleasure. And... Like, that's exactly the way he said it. I feel like I need to like go to therapy right now. <laughs> uh, but it's just all coming back. And I, and of course, like I'm, you know, like I said, I was like, I'm from Long Island, Italian, raised Catholic, and I was like, well, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> like that was my answer. Needless to say, he did not dress me up. In- <laughs> but not yet. Have you? <laughs> not well. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see if I can find him on Insta. <laughs> what, what, you got to be 55 now, 54? Come on. But had you ever heard that before? I'd never yeah. heard that about Dress You Up. That's so I'm funny. trying to go through the lyrics in my head, and the only thing that is like all over, all over, and all over your body that sound at all. Well, no, I um, feel the silky touch of my caresses. They will make you feeling so brand new. Let um, me cover um, you with velvet. Let me cover you with velvet kisses. I'll create a look. That's made for you. <laughs> I don't get it though. I don't think of, I guess it depends on your diet. Having a lot of beets, maybe the, your pee looks like velvet kisses. I don't know. Or, or someone could be maybe peeing out of that. Out of velvet kisses? <laughs> like, or like they're dr- uncircumcised. And they're forcing no, you to velvet kisses. Not all day. Maybe she means vagina. Oh, a lady. Oh, velvet yeah. kisses. That's where, that's, that's where we're having a problem. <laughs> oh, because Madonna. Oh, we're forgetting about the Gotcha, gotcha. Well, maybe. I think it's, I think it's a, a teenage stretch. There were, when I was in like seventh grade, there were two girls who were in the, maybe I was in sixth grade and they were in eighth grade and they were kind of like bully girls. Mm-hmm. They thought I, they, they liked me for some reason. And so I could hang out with them, but sometimes they would be really mean to me but then I'd still hang out with them. And I remember like, it was probably just like a couple of days, but during lunch break, most of the conversation was them being like, hey, Eric, do you want to come? And I <laughs> I go like, I, I like, I knew that it had like a, a meaning, but I didn't know what it was. And so I'd be like, yeah, where are we going? And then they'd crack up. <laughs> And they'd be like, it doesn't, don't want, don't, don't ask where we're going. Just say, it's a yes or no question. Do you want to come? And I'd be like, I think so. Oh, they showed you. Where are we going? Yeah. And it went, it went on for a long time and I knew what it was, but that's, that's what it sounds like that guy was doing to you to be like, do you know what that is? I wonder. Yeah. yeah. Like, huh. I wonder if that's what that is. They were just like teasing me. 
But I showed up for it willingly. <laughs> he was like, do you know what this is about? It's called a golden shower. Get in the tub and I'll show you. You're like, that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think that's what's happening at the end of Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? That she's getting a golden shower. And that's what's making her sing like that. Well, I tell you, I might sing like that. About <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what the hell? You've already, you've already let loose. Yeah, you're already in <laughs> that one more, even... what, one more like color <laughs> Um, but also that's another that's another um line that I that I sing differently when she instead of um when she goes. Let me cover you with velvet kisses in the tour, oh, yeah. in the virgin tour. She goes, let me cover you with velvet kisses. Oh, my God, she's a genius. Yeah. She's, a, she's, a, she's a vocal What an alternate. Genius. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and also, like, I, it's very hard for me because now that we're talking, the Who's That Girl tour, tour also had a glossiness to it that I love, you know, because it wasn't, well, the Virgin Tour I love because it was kind of raw, yeah. you know, but like the, the Who's That Girl Tour had a glossiness to it. But then if you're like comparing that, the Like a Virgin on the Virgin Tour and the Like a Virgin on, like, she does the same thing that she did like at the end, or or not not the same exact thing, but yeah. like that MTV award that was so iconic. Yeah. She had the wedding. It was that wedding dress. Like it's it's hard to it's hard to take all the layers off of it and be like, which performance do you like better? Because <laughs> I have so much history with both of them. That's true. It's like choosing a favorite child. Yeah. Do we end this section by saying that Virgin Tour has four and Who's That Girl has two? Yeah. So holiday. The winners, uh, who's that girl into the groove? Winners also, who's that groove? But Lucky Star, dress you up like a virgin material girl. The virgin tour is all those versions that are currently considered the winner until they get up again. We will see all of these numbers again in the next nine tours that we're going through. Really? Yeah, they all appear at least once more. Oh my god, I cannot wait. But so, so final thoughts. So any final thoughts on who's that girl, the tour, anything you're excited. I, you know, who knows if you're going to see celebration tour, but like if anything you would like to see or that you're excited about. Is the celebration tour. Like she's going all the way back. She's yeah, just, it's just like a greatest through. hits tour. There's no like new album. There's no new album. Holy shit. That I did not know. Yeah. And also like, keep in mind like anything's possible but i do feel like this will be one she's not going to do another greatest hits tour probably yeah this might be i mean like she's Uh, in her 60s god bless her like this might be like the last big hurrah although i could see her doing like a like a vegas resident or something like that she's going to do something else totally but but this i think might be the, the last like gigantic big spectacle show i didn't realize it because i thought i thought it was just like her next tour and i know like an album hadn't come out but i was just like she's probably just gonna sing her more recent stuff and not that i don't like her more right, recent right, right. stuff it's just i'm so connected to oh my god yeah oh my god 
It's specific. Those tickets are going to be out. Is there something that like you definitely want to like you would hope she does this number? I hope she does. One of my favorite favorites is La Isla Bonita. Uh-huh. That's one of my. She's done it seven favorites. times. It's a it's that uh, holiday and like a virgin are the three like most done songs of hers. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I feel like she's definitely going to do La Isla Bonita in the celebration tour. Is there like an obscure like a more obscure song that like you can think of that you'd be like it'd be great if she did this one you can say shooby supernatural supernatural uh, <laughs> oh you know what i would love for her to do which she, i'm sure she won't do baby face don't grow that song is about yeah, the uh, rainbow, so she was like hot. I think that if there's a Madonna song that's about golden showers, it's that one more than Dress You Up. Yes. No, you're right about that. Definitely. You know what else I would love for her to do um, is Oh Father. That's a huge... Yeah. I think... Actually, I think Oh Father might even be in competition sure. for... Um, favorite ballad? Like, mm, I can see that. I can see that. From like this album, like top three though. From this album, songs that she does not perform traditionally on tour, I would like to see "Love Makes the World Go Round." Really, I was gonna say "Jimmy Jimmy." Uh, Jimmy Jimmy is fun too. Oh my god! <laughs> I used to do choreography to Jimmy I've Jimmy seen it. in my. That's right. That was before we met. <laughs> We've done Jimmy Jimmy. Uh, I have that in my bag. It's like... <laughs> oh God! And we used to. We did used to go to sleep to bedtime stories, right? Yeah. It was. It was the. I miss Calloway. Miss Calloway. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God, Eric! Where have you literally? I know. I don't. know. <laughs> Yeah, we're just meeting each other for the first time right now. It feels, and I'm. It feels it feels way organic. Does it feel yeah. like home? It feels like you're kind of dressing me up in your life. I um, feel like I just got I'm, home. <laughs> By I feel like I just got home, I means like I have to pee really bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna dress you up in your love. <laughs> oh God. Give me a, give me a. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Before I'm just really did John tell you that I did like all of her album covers during the quarantine? You did. I recreated you, every. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you know that, John? Yes. All right. I I'm gonna see. send. I'm but I'm sending you these. I'm uh, when we get off of this podcast, uh, whatever we're on. I'm sending you all of this stuff. I can't wait. <laughs> Can we use them on our Instagram? Please, please. <laughs> My God, and tag her. I tried tagging her. <laughs> That's weird. She's on so much. <laughs> all right. Well, we will post all of your Madonna covers, reenactments, and all your socials and fun stuff. Oh, my God. This has literally been... What What time is it even? It's been two two hours. And oh, my God. Hours. It's been over two hours. Like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't stay out here for another four hours. This has been a dream. I, I feel like we're just getting warmed up. I know, right? I, I forgot to hit record, guys. Can we do this all again? <laughs> sure thing. But the, oh, can I can I can I at least leave with my top with my top tens and honorable mentions? Yes, absolutely, of course. Okay. My first all-time favorite Madonna song is like a prince. 
Okay. My second one is Ray of Light. Okay. My okay. third one is um, Who's That Girl? Interesting. If you can believe it. My fourth one is Express Yourself. And my fifth one is Power of Goodbye. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Then I yeah, I don't have any of like the later ones, really. I just have pretty much uh-huh. up to like uh, Ray of Light, but that's kind of like where I live for music. My sixth one is... Oh, it's and my sixth one is What It Feels Like for a Girl, my, which you had dubbed Flynn. When that single came out, Flynn wrote to me and he was like, do you love What It Feels Like for a Girl? It's it's GMP. And I was like, what's GMP? And he's like, gay man's paradise. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and What It Feels Like for a Girl, um, Don't Tell Me and Music, I like them all three. I think those, I think those are three of her best singles on an album that's like good but like i think those are three of her best singles yeah personally the material girl borderline that's my top 10 with honorable mentions to oh father and live to tell but those are my top can i ask you a question about what it feels like for a girl because the this the video like and the single were are different than the album version so are you talking about the single version the video version the single version yeah I, when, you know I, 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 again i think the video was her trying to like you know i didn't know what point she was trying to make but it wasn't like this a lot of the song kind of isn't like it's in it but it's all like mm-hmm. cars and you know <laughs> like that's all i remember but it's like the album cut is my favorite okay solid choices uh, well, Rob, this was such a treat and a delight. Thank you so much. This was so fun, as I knew it would be. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> so nice to meet you. So nice to meet That's you. BFFs. I'm literally, I'm not really, I'm, when I, we are BFFs even in heaven. Like, when I get <laughs> off, uh, even when Sky fits heaven, um, <laughs> when we get off, um, I'm literally getting, when we get off, no, when we get offline here. <laughs> I'm getting a drink. I'm pouring a drink and I'm going through all of it. <laughs> Do it. Wait. I can't wait. Awesome. This is great. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Now I'm really going. Okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, now it won't go. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at thecelebrationcelebration at gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account at thecelebrationcelebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts, it really helps people find the show and we appreciate it. And when you're reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on us. My mom like came home from the supermarket. She's like, Robert, I got this for you. I thought you might want it. She's on the cover. And it was her at her Live Aid concert. Oh, where yeah. she had, with no introduction or warning, she had that brown hair. And I like lost my mind. <laughs> so then I had to get pictures of that. We need a whole new wall for my bedroom for the brown hair. <laughs> and you know what was so funny? This was this was very like Raj. 13, 14 year old, you know, closeted Catholic raised Raj. Like <laughs> her bustier thing with the with the nipples on it, the gold nipples on it, that's uh-huh. like you know, that she wore in that video. I knew what it was, but I could not wrap my mind around that she was allowed to wear it and that we were allowed to 
Yeah, it was it, it was really it was really racy. 